he's the ruin. It's it's like a an Egyptian ruin, and it's like yep. Oh my god, that is like that is my favorite. Would have done the whole thing. Oh, I I had the whole thing in my head if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to New Game Plus. You're listening to a retro gaming podcast where three guys spend seven days playing one old game and then we talk about it. My name's Dustin. My name's Kenny. Nolan. And this is episode 247 and it is a very, very, might I say, dare I say, need I say, very special episode because today, once again, we have a special guest joining us on the show. He is a podcaster, a YouTuber, a Twitch streamer star slash celebrity and a charity fundraiser but more than that he kicks he bangs he bangs oh baby when he moves he moves we've got a drummer extraordinaire the 8-bit drummer joining us on the show would you welcome me and joining uh, would you would you welcome me and joining would you join me in welcoming jared the 8-bit drummer to the show dude who's Uh, that uh, some strange, I don't know, we found him we on YouTube. That, uh, that is the nicest introduction I think I've ever had from anybody ever, so I appreciate that, Dustin. Thank you. Well, yeah, when I'm, I when you sing Ricky Gervais, what's that guy's name? Ricky, uh, Ricky, Ricky Gervais Ricardo. is not a singer. <laughs> Uh, when you, uh, when you say, when you sing a little bit of Ricky to bring in the guests, I think it works. Um, uh, <laughs> Jared, would you take just a moment, please introduce yourself to our viewers. I know that I did really well there, but if there's anything <laughs> yeah. else you'd like to add, God, uh, now I feel like I, I have to like live up to something. Uh, okay. So, uh, my name is Jared. I'm, I go by the 8-Bit Drummer online. Uh, I stream drums and stuff on, uh, twitch.tv slash the 8-Bit Drummer. And, uh, basically I'm just all about having a good time spreading love and playing some drums. It's basically it. Uh, uh, wonderful. I love that. I've got a few, when we have guests come on, we typically, if they're down for it, give them a series of rapid fire questions. Do they're it. largely unrelated to one another. Sometimes they're not connected to gaming or really anything, but, uh, but they're fun and it, it loosens us up a little bit. It's the, the premise is I'll, I'll ask a question without much thought, just kind of gut reaction. You give an answer. Are you, are you down for the challenge? Oh, I'm so ready. Let's go. Oh, I right. love these. <laughs> Let's start with favorites. All right. And then we'll move to some more random things. Um, what is your favorite musical genre? Video game music. Ooh, what is your favorite video game soundtrack? Oh, frick you, dude. Oh. <laughs> uh, See, they're right. hard. Here, I'll name, I'll name five, because uh, I have a frick ton. <laughs> um, Megla- or Megalovania. Freaking, I just said Megalovania for, for Undertale. Dude, oh my God, I've, I have ascended. Okay, Undertale, <sighs> um, Shovel Knight, Paper Mario, The Origami King, um, oh. uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Well, this year, this this one's just for this year, Doom Eternal. So, yeah, those wow. are those are my five just at the moment. <laughs> heavy metal rock. Uh, is um is Aquatic Ambience Donkey Kong Country or Donkey Kong Country Two? It's Donkey Kong Country Two. One. Okay. one. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Uh, what is your what's your favorite season of the year? Winter. What is your favorite rock band? Oh God, man! Why do you have to ask me the music questions? I don't have. I don't have like. <laughs> You're the music guy. Ah, I don't have favorites though. <laughs> like I, I go, I go back and forth. All right, one of my favorite rock bands is probably from 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 younger in life, Lincoln Park. From older in life, uh, I moved Lincoln into. Park. Uh, yeah, no, I moved into like <laughs> I moved into like heavier metal. Like uh, I went from Avenged Sevenfold and things like that. But now I listen to stuff like Rings of Saturn. So okay. like I've gone I've gone way different than than most, but yeah, it's really hard for me to answer that question. Who is one of your favorite pop stars? I don't listen to a lot of pop. Music. Ricky's your face. <laughs> that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> I don't listen to a lot of pop music. Oh hey, god, no, oh. that's fine. Yeah, I don't have an answer for that one. What is your favorite book? Ooh, good freaking question there. Um, right now, it I just got done reading. Um, an absolutely remarkable thing by Hank Green, or um, yeah, Hank Green. 
Um, that one's really good. I also very much like uh, the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff series, and I can't remember the author's name. What is your favorite Tom? Uh, Tom Fox. Uh, yeah, I, I love that because I was specifically talking <laughs> about like, uh, you know, your high Tom, your low Tom. Um, what is your, what's your favorite video game console? Um, right now, the Switch and in, uh, in childhood, the SNES. What is your favorite Final Fantasy? I don't have one, actually. Um, I, I would say that, you like them all. I would, no, actually, I've never played one. Um, I would say that six story wise is my favorite because Kefka's a boss, but my wife is actually a massive Final Fantasy fan. Like she's played every single one of them. So like I, I haven't, so I wouldn't, uh, six is my answer though. What is one show you're currently watching? Uh, Agrit Suko season three. Did you watch Mulan yesterday? I did not No. Are you going to watch it today? <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably not. I don't, I don't really watch that many movies. Do you have a dog? Yes. What's your dog's name? Ladybug. Favorite place to be scratched? Your dog. <laughs> <laughs> your dog. I was going to yeah, say my behind. Clarification. But yeah, I was going to say my butt, but uh, her, her, favorite, her favorite place is belly rubs. No scratching, though. Uh, Kenny and Nolan play guitar. I play bass. You play drums. If the real reason we brought you on here was to start <laughs> a band, would you be okay with that? At least for a little while. I'd love to collab. <laughs> what is your second best played instrument? Uh, kazoo. Who are you voting for in November? Just kidding. Don't answer that. What is your non, uh, no, sorry. What is your go-to non-alcoholic drink? I'll answer that question. Neither of them. Uh, my favorite <laughs> non-alcoholic drink is, uh, Martinelli sparkling apple juice. What is your go-to non-alcoholic food? <laughs> Does food have alcohol in it? Sometimes, yeah, some. but it's never considered <laughs> I guess alcoholic. it depends on how drunk you are and you like spill it onto them. Um, <laughs> some of these questions, man. Yeah. My favorite, great. my favorite food is uh, a Moe's stack followed by um my wife's cooking oh that's kind that's what sweet. harry potter house are you in uh probably probably gryffindor because i'm a goody two-shoes sam what is your least favorite sonic game <laughs> oh, <so laughs> ah, that's a that's a good <laughs> it's question like 10 of them <laughs> so i actually love almost all the sonic games the only one that i can't really stand is sonic boom rise of lyric that is the only one i enjoyed oh, sonic 06 and I enjoyed at least a little bit of the story of, uh, what's the one with Infinite? That's Sonic Forces. I enjoyed that, and the music from Sonic Forces is fantastic. Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric has no redeeming qualities except for the glitches, and that's not a good thing. Oh, but the TV show's good. The TV show's fantastic. Are you, are you saying Boom Rise of Lyric? Yes. Sonic, Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric, yes. That, what a title. All right, and finally, Jared, the, the drummer. Yes. What is your all-time, world's greatest, absolute favorite Sonic game of all time? Oh, man. <laughs> He's hoping you. <laughs> if not, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably Sonic uh, Mania. But the one that I played the most was definitely Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Yay! Speaking <laughs> of so, yeah. well Sonic done. Adventure 2 Battle, join us as we chat with the 8-bit drummer. As we talk about our retro game of the week, SA2B. Overview. Sonic Adventure 2 is a 2001 virtual pet simulator. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you cannot tell me that I'm wrong. The Chow Garden is so lit. Yeah, Chow Garden is sick. And you it's cannot tell me that I, I <laughs> like, if in a video game I can pet, hug, and feed, and battle animals, I'm just playing Pokemon. It's a and better okay Pokemon. It's a better Pokemon. <laughs> can, I, can, uh, I just, can I just put, like, a thing out there into the world? Please. S Sega. Sega, hello, Sega. I know you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Release they do. a Chow Garden game. Yeah, so much money. We, so much money. Y'all would make more money than, uh, than you're making right now. There we go. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I've been wanting a Chow Garden simulator for like ages, dude. Like ever since that game came out, man, I've been wanting them to re uh, like redo another one. But yeah, sorry. I just want to like, get that out there. That's oh, a no. hot topic for me. I, I I don't know why they haven't done that. I think I've seen fans like create some kind of Probably. advanced chow guard or some like you could make so much money, but it's for here. It's just a side thing. It's just a side thing that they just began to explore. Uh, I, I guess they started that in uh, Sonic Adventure, the first one, mm -hmm. but they expanded on it here. 
in this virtual pet simulator. Now, let me let me be clear. That is not the focus of this game for most people. Instead, for other people, Sonic Adventure 2 is a 2001 platform video game developed by Sonic Team USA and published by Sega originally for the Dreamcast, mm-hmm. but they released it six months later for the brand new Nintendo console Thank known God. as the GameCube. Was this the first Sonic on a Nintendo th- uh, system? If I'm not mistaken, yes, it was, but I yeah. can't remember. I think it was. I don't think the first one came out on GameCube because GameCube didn't exist. Right? They they redid it uh, as Sonic oh, Adventure okay. DX, and it was just as iffy <gasps> as the first one. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You just blew my mind. Sonic Adventure DX Director's Cut is Sonic Adventure 1? Yes. Oh my God, I did not know that. And I I had DX. I thought you were being sarcastic. I'm not going to lie. No, 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 (laughs) no. I I never did my research, but I had DX and absolutely loved it. And the the Chow's in that game, the Chow Gardener in that game is like top tier. Oh yeah. The the redid one. So anyways. Absolutely. And that's the thing is like, like, it, it, I'm so glad that they re-released it. Like it was still as janky as the first one, but it added a little bit of extra content, which was super cool for me. Um, after, but the thing is, after playing, because I played Sonic Two Battle first, and then okay. I played DX Director's Cut. And let me tell you, after playing the second one, <laughs> the first one's kind of jank. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they made the advancements that they needed to make At to that, exactly, to yeah. progress the game. Yeah, I, and when they and not only that from one to two, but when they brought Sonic Adventure two from the Dreamcast to the GameCube, uh, it was that they made a few advancements as well. So they they did tag on the word battle there. So that we are playing very specifically Sonic Adventure two battle. Yeah, uh, we played that this week, which is the GameCube version. And in that, I, what what all did they do? They did they updated the graphics and they uh, gave a multiplayer mode. Well, was there yeah, anything multiplayer else is the big thing. Yeah, throwing yeah. the battle mode on there. Oh, that's got was it. really what they were adding. Exactly, yeah, and and truthfully, I think they did it really well. They gave you a a couple of different um, battle types. Like you had the, uh, the the mech battle. You also had, I mean, just from the regular game, you had uh, the races, the the finding the emeralds because I don't think anybody f- actually played that in battle mode. But uh, and then you had the mech uh, rounds, which was pretty fun as well. And so you got to do all of that in in multiplayer against pals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of the icons and like some graphical stuff was obviously different on the GameCube version. Yeah. So in in this game, there are two parallel storylines. You have Hero and Dark. And so we, the last Sonic game we played didn't leave the best Sonic taste in our mouth because we played Sonic Heroes. And you also had two different storylines. Am I correct, four, guys? Four different you, oh, yeah, four. Lot, oh, my yeah. gosh, that is right. Oh, that is right. You had the Chaos guys or whatever they were called. Chaotix. Um, Chaotix, Chaotix, that's yep. what it is. Uh, in this one, you just have two. It's Hero and Dark, and which I don't know why they wouldn't go Light and Dark right, or Hero and Villain. That confuses me so much. Why not but, Villain? Yeah, Hero and Dark. Uh, so for Hero, you've got Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, the the core three. In the Dark timeline, you've got Dr. Eggman, uh, Shadow, and Rouge the Bat. Question, is this Shadow's first appearance? Yes. Interest. Is it also Rouge's first appearance? I, I think so. I think. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. I got to look that up. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because these are, I, I, I don't, I haven't seen Rouge as much, but I've seen Shadow like everywhere. Oh, yeah. he, and I didn't know this is where he began. Everyone loves Shadow. Right, like, well, he's, yeah, he's so, very he's cool. A Sonic, so he's he, a cooler Sonic. He was, right. <laughs> he was actually supposed to die at the end of this game, but they yeah. brought hey. him back because of that. Sorry, spoilers. No, uh, no, no. That's that's right. the beginning of Sonic Heroes. Yeah, yeah basically, yeah. And right. um, so Rouge's first appearance is in Sonic Adventure Two. So oh, cool. yeah, so two new characters that, and I think that's why it blew my mind as a kid because I'm like, holy yeah. frick, they adding so much to this game. Which oh right. Like, like up until that point, what we had Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, and Eggman. Like that was it. That's basically it. Yeah, we didn't really have too much. Um, well, we did have. Well, if you played Adventure, um, then you had Big the Cat, Froggy, who? and um, <laughs> who? Who? Big the Cat? That's Kenny's Kenny. I don't. We don't talk about him. Okay. <laughs> oh God, I I'm actually very curious. Uh, <laughs> uh, a, a while back, 
there is a correlation made between Big the Cat and Kenny, and it wasn't that he's, well received. He's not happy about it. Oh, God. So we stand I, so, by it. Bro, I give you, I give you all my condolences because my God. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, you had Big the Cat, and then you had uh, Omega, which was the um, right the, yeah. one of the Eggman's robots that went rogue for. I can't remember the story behind it, man. Love him, uh, but yeah, like, and the thing is, is that they never really use Omega again. They use a different model of him in Sonic Heroes. Like, it's not the same Omega because he. Interesting. Well, another spoiler: he dies at the end of freaking uh, Sonic Adventure <laughs> Two or, or, or one. <laughs> So, like, yeah, they really like killing off characters and bringing them back as either clones or whatever the frick they want to do. Like, Sega's really weird. Like, this was the weird time of Sega's timeline. And then, like, you went from Adventure, Adventure 2, Heroes to, I believe, Sonic 06. <laughs> and that's whenever all the crap hit the fan. Like, it's like, like Sega is, is like a polka dot pattern. Like, it goes good, eh, good, eh, good, eh, good, whoa. Good, eh, you know, like that type of thing. So, yeah. Okay, so why did you, for our podcast, out of all games and then out of all Sonic games, why did you select Sonic Adventure 2 Battle? Because Sonic Adventure 2 Battle was the one that I remember playing most as a teenager with my brother. I probably synced in give or take five to 6,000 hours into that game. Like, no joke. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, me and my brother used to have a GameCube, but we didn't have a memory card for it. So we would we would leave yeah we would leave the GameCube on for days at a time to play that game and we beat it over. That can't be good. No, it wasn't good. Uh, also, we um, at the time my my parents actually uh, they 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 hired a housekeeper to help take care of the house. This housekeeper for some reason would turn off the GameCube after we told them not to multiple times. Over fired and over fired Dude. yeah oh That's my so god it was so it was so just rage inducing Dang. because we had to play uh like because we used to play melee a lot too and we mm -hmm. had we i've probably unlocked everything oh, and in unlock that game. characters yeah i've unlocked oh. everything in that game at least 10 times because of that <laughs> and then That's so bad and then we finally after a long time i don't know why we didn't even think to go and buy a memory card it just slipped our mind every time we went to the store <laughs> Uh, because our parents were buying us games at that point. We were still young. Um, we didn't have any money. So like my parents were like, oh, we'll buy you a game. You don't was a memory card. You don't need that. You know, like what the heck is that? And yeah, we, we, we had some hard times with that GameCube, but my God, that sucker, my brother still has it at this point. Um, that sucker went through some heck with us, but we loved it. That's the real hardcore mode. Oh, yeah. I, I have visions of someone buying like an uninterruptible power supply, but not buying a game cartridge. <laughs> yeah. Just leaving, buying a console and just leaving it on eternally. Dude, like that, that was our life for like maybe a, half a year. And we played a lot of games in that time where we had to redo and redo everything. So that is why Sonic Adventure 2 Battle sticks out to me is because like I haven't played it since then, right? Um, well, I have, I've played it once since then and my God, I couldn't play it. Um, cause it's just been so long and, oh man, I freaking, I remember just having the best time playing that with my brother and sister. One of the, one of the main things I love about it is the music. The music is so good. Like every song in that game is a banger. Almost every song. Yeah. There's a couple of them that are kind of like, eh. um, but like, Man, that and Sonic Heroes, like both of those soundtracks are God tier. Um, Sonic Heroes being my favorite Sonic soundtrack other than Mania. Uh, but that one sticks out more in my mind. Well, thank you for introducing us to Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. It was my first experience, Kenny's first experience. Pretty much any game we play is Kenny's first experience. And <laughs> That's then for not Noel, true. We occasionally choose good games. And he, <laughs> And wow. then for Nolan, uh, Nolan, you're, you were a Sega guy. You were even a Sonic guy out of us yes. three. Yes. How, had you played Sonic Adventure 2 Battle? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't own this one. I owned DX. And I just now learned, and I'm still kind of reeling from that, that it was actually <laughs> the one. first one. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. I, I would rent this one. And yeah, I love, love this it. game. Yeah. Well, we, we all played it this week. And uh, now it's, talk, it's time to talk about our gameplay experience. Gameplay. Okay, so I, I've heard a couple times from you, Jared, um, that you you've tried to return to the game, and there was there was there seems to be some sort of issue or hesitation. I, I I guess it's because we are used to it because we do this every week, and so we've played some really old games, and 
somehow, I guess now we find redeeming qualities maybe more than others. So for me jumping back in, I felt pretty comfortable. Like, yes, it's aged, but in terms of handling and for Sonic, handling is everything. In my opinion, you got to go fast. If you're going slow, like in Sonic Heroes, that was a huge problem we had is that you're constantly having to stop to like fight. This one had the pacing for me. And for me, that's everything. So I'm curious to hear when you turn it, when you turn this game on now, what's, what's so glaring about the gameplay that just keeps you from feeling it. So it wasn't really the gameplay that got me. It was the graphics. Like the graphics were Mm. so dated. And the last time I played this game was probably seven years ago. I haven't played it since then. Um, But I tried to, I tried to boot it back up whenever I was on vacation with my parents. And I was just like, ah, you know, cause like I, it, it wasn't what I remembered as a kid and that like there, there are, there's nostalgia. And then there's something that I like to call anti nostalgia where it's like, oh frick, I, I love this game as a kid, but now whenever I try to play it again, I, I don't get the same feeling. So I kind of get pushed away from it. Yeah. Um, and you remember the immersion of like yeah. Goldeneye and then you go back and look at it and it's you all look these at their polygons faces. and you're like, how did this feel realistic? Yeah, exactly. That That's that's anti-nostalgia for me. Um, but I love those games. I still love Sonic Adventure 2 to this day, but I, I actually am not that big of a gamer. Uh, I don't play that many games. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, now, like I used to, but there, yeah. there, like I'm, I'm so much more of an indie gamer right now. I just got done playing through Shovel Knight King of Cards because oh, I came gosh. out. Oh, wonderful game. Frick yeah, it's dude. so good. But like, I only play games whenever like I play them along with my, with my wife. Like she watches me play and she, she has a thing. Like she loves uh Schroedenfreude where she loves watching people get annoyed at games. That is like her, <laughs> that is like her drug dude. She loves watching people like, um, <laughs> play through like fall guys is a really good game for her because like <laughs> oh, she, she likes watching people rage and she just dies yeah. laughing. So yeah. most of the time, whenever I'm playing a game, it's because we're playing it together. Um, last game we played was origami King, uh, paper Mario origami King, which I recommend mm-hmm. everybody give that game a try. Oh my God. Yeah, I definitely want to, Oh dude, the, Oh man, I am. So, so what I'm trying to get to here is I'm a, a music connoisseur whenever it comes down to video games. Uh, cool. And that is how I relive my game experiences by listening to the music and remembering the good times I had. Let me tell you, uh, this is a completely different tangent. The music in Origami King is some of the best video game music I've heard in ages. And that's oh. surprising because, like, or it's not surprising because, like, Thousand Year Door has like some bangers on it. It's yeah. got a great soundtrack. So I, I still need to play that game. Just go listen to Red Event Battle. And uh, or event battle from that game, and you'll see what I mean. Like, oh my god. Anyways, back back to it. It's like, uh, sorry, I go on tangents. My no, uh, we'll have to do we'll have to do a whole nother episode on Origami King. But yeah. <laughs> but what about Sonic Adventure Two Battle? It, it'll be in it'll be in fifteen years because the game just came out. So oh yeah, no problem. We'll, we'll, right. we'll, we'll, still, we'll, yeah, we'll still be podcasting. At we'll that call point. you back uh, in fifteen yes, years. Yeah, let's do it. Time. It's a date. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so for Sonic Adventure 2, here here's like this, the the gameplay. I know that I mentioned that you've got Hero and you've got and you've got Dark, but really the I guess the combination or the connection is is uh, is a mixture. This is what I'm talking about, and you guys will know what I'm talking about. Is that like it's really Sonic and Shadow, Tails and Doctor Eggman mm-hmm. and Knuckles and Rouge. That's the that's the connection. And what I mean by that is that you've got three different. Uh, styles in this game and and I think Jared mentioned it earlier so you've got speed stages that are all about completing it quickly and that's Sonic and Shadow Mm -hmm. that's that's how you play those stages then you've got exploration where it's finding three of these shattered gems uh, and that's and that's Knuckles and Rouge and a lot of people don't like that Uh, and then because it slows down the pacing and then you've got uh, really a shooter uh, and that's Tails and Dr. Eggman like vehicles kind of like three totally different kind of game types and styles and you and it it splits it up so some stages uh and it's not always like speed exploration shooter speed exploration shooter sometimes you're playing two speed stages back to back sometimes you're playing an exploration you know once every three or four it's not necessarily necessarily linear like that and then there are boss stages every every now and again as well plus you get the occasional like my mech fighter turned into a cart (laughs) 
yeah. and get to do some racing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and the whole sort of side quest of critter raising that we talked about. This game tried to pack a lot of different things into the game. And, and that can be a, a good thing for some people and a bad thing for other people. Yeah. I found myself sort of reeling to try and figure out like like what the game was supposed to be. Like find my... I don't know, emotional center or connection to it. And and it felt like a moving target because they put so much into this game. I would say that that is definitely true, but I think that they did it a lot better than most people give it credit for. Um, and that right, that right there is uh, like, cause it, it allows you to go from one thing to another instead of trying to pack them all into the same situation. Like, let's say you're on a, um, you're on a speed round. Uh, the, the enemies give you little critter things like the, the chow upgrades that you can pick up throughout the level. You can get up to like 10 or 12 and then you go to the chow garden after you're done playing and go and power up your chow. And that's basically how it worked. And it, it, it put it pretty seamlessly into the gameplay because it's like automatic. You automatically pick them up whenever you, yeah. uh, whenever you destroy yeah. it. And, um, yeah, like something that I hear a lot of people say is that it is it is definitely jarring going from one play style to another but i think that it allows for a lot more um a lot more people to like a lot more different things of the game like some people really like the speed section some people really like the uh the mech sections and like that's that's just it you know like i think it it gives something for everybody i agree and i've always loved variety in games and so in sonic heroes i'm gonna i'm probably gonna bring that up a lot when we played it one of our biggest gripes was that they tried to pack three different play styles into the same in the, stage. In the same stage yeah. over and over again. You're and just the pacing, playing the same stage. Yeah, it just constantly switched. And you're like, okay, let me stay in one for a long time. And so in this case, the whole stage is like, okay, I'm Tails. I'm in Tails' pilot thing, and I'm locking onto enemies and shooting them, and it's a blast. Mm-hmm. And and it's a stage specifically created for Tails yes. in this scenario. Yes, exactly. You know? I mean, specifically created for Eggman. Tails doesn't historically run around in a Mac. I, hey. I kind of wish we got a little bit more of like Tails proper, but that's because Tails has prower. always been a smart of the, of the characters. He's my favorite. I want a okay. little spinny, floaty tail and his cuteness to like get some work <laughs> hey, done. Can you it? get that when he goes to the Ko gar- Ko Chow, Chow Chow. When he goes to the Chow Garden, you can use his spinny tail. I that's that's what I did with him. I just went there. <laughs> at, oh, by the way, spinny it was very tail. odd going and taking care of animals as Doctor Eggman. That was the yeah, weirdest right. thing. As Not Lord tall, friendly. Lanky weird thing going around and hugging animals. Yo. You got to raise minions somehow. Villains uh, have to have true, a soft side. True. And and the Chow ch- ch- and those guys they Dude. can be. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It, but it's chaos. It no, be, it really does make no sense. It's, it's chaos one of the without the about S. The Sonic universe. That Jared, tell me these crazy. guys because you type out <laughs> "chow," but then you try and make it plural, and it's just the word "chaos," and it confuses my brain. Yes, you're right. So I have no explanation for that. Uh, <laughs> just so you know. But no, like, okay, Kenny. So me and you are on the same freaking page, man. I, Tails is my favorite character, like yep. in the Sonic canon. And I feel like it was a definite loss that he wasn't able to like, you know, leave the mech and do stuff like that. Mm. But like, I tell you what, he's the only character that I went into the chow garden with because he was, it was so fun to be able to actually fly around with him. Absolutely. And and they, they put it in the game. They coded it in the game. So it just, it made me, it made me sad whenever I wasn't able to really do that. Cause like, and and, and that's, I remember, I remember specifically that that was one of my, my like, why isn't tails, Tails. Why is why is he just this? He doesn't fly or float, but the echidna does. Come on. That doesn't make any sense. It's at least lore friendly. He's a pilot. And so he's in the cockpit the whole game. And now that does make sense because like, I mean, that's literally the tornado just turned into a mech because, you know, Tails can do that. He's Tails. (laughs) Uh, But dude, oh my God, man. I I absolutely love Dr. Eggman in this game. Like he's so, (laughs) he's actually menacing. And this was one of the last games where he was actually menacing. Like he put a gun mm. to Amy Rose's head in a cutscene. He, <laughs> yeah. he hasn't done that since like 2003. Okay. <laughs> like Jesus. Truly is like, dark story. I feel like Sonic uh, in that scenario would have been like, 
you know, all right, do what you got to do. You know, back <laughs> off. <laughs> could have no. taken care of a couple of problems wow, right there. Amy but haters out here. He, he did it. No, Sonic hates Amy. I'm, that's all I'm uh, saying. Sonic does not hate Amy. Amy. does not Sonic, hate Sonic, I know he doesn't. Listen, uh, he likes being chased. Very Sonic slowly. is a tsundere. <laughs> all right, like absolute tsundere. Hey, One wait of my, a minute. What? Lord Fr- he's playing hard to get. That's canon. That's lore friendly. Got to go fast. Yeah, yeah. Listen to me. Listen to me. One of my favorite things about this game that blew me away because I hadn't played. Here's the thing. I hadn't played many 3D Sonic games. My Sonic experience had been primarily 2D where the game traditionally thrives. Uh, and, And so I was so shocked, and this might not have been the first Sonic game to do this, but where there were actual, literal, missable upgrades that you could get Mm. for each character so in this game there are anywhere from four to six upgrades that you can get in the stages per character that allow them to do unique special things some of them i think you do need to progress but others you don't need and they can be missable or you have to go and even revisit a stage to be able to get and i thought that was absolutely amazing oh yeah dude like and that adds for replayability as well that and turning off your gamecube without a uh um, that's you know. big replayability yeah so like that is that is one of my favorite things about it is is that there are some there are some upgrades that i remember that i never found until like my maybe my fourth or fifth playthrough sure. of the game and i'm just like oh my god this would have made it so much easier to do this like a lot of them are more so like of course you need the light shoes that's an automatic uh and the bounce bracelet is really nice for mm-hmm. sonic as well but like the other ones like i can't remember exactly which ones they were but some of them were just like not even necessarily needed in gameplay, but it's just really cool because they they took the time to put that in there. Yeah, and I appreciated that some of them were like old upgrades from the old 2D games. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. like uh, the shields and stuff. So like they're they're bringing in familiar things. And again, I think that's important for like, hey, we're making this jump to 3D. You love our 2D games, please bear with us. And so they had to, and this was their second 3D game still, but they had to bring some of that familiarity in there. And so, yeah, I kind of felt at home with some of them. But then, yeah, others, I'm just like, what is this for? (laughs) Why do I need this? What was everyone's favorite character to play? What was everyone's Mm. favorite character to play? Kenny, starting with you, Big the Cat wasn't in here, so you can't shoot. (laughs) Unfortunately. Uh, Sonic. Sonic stages? You like speed? I felt like the speed levels were, in my mind, what this game did best. I didn't find myself enjoying the exploration or the mech levels as much. Nolan? I'm going to have to go... I, have, I agree with Kenny, and I'm going to have to go with Shadow, just because Shadow's edgy, and <laughs> it's fun to just not play Sonic in that setting. So, sure. yeah, I like the speed stages. I'm, I'm going to pick so- uh, Shadow as well uh, mm-hmm. because he doesn't have the speed that Sonic does, by the mm-hmm. way, which, you know, should let you know just being a hedgehog doesn't make you fast. Sonic <laughs> has something special about him. Shadow, though, uh, does have these like skates <laughs> or like light skates or yeah. something that allows him to to go relatively fast. And then the speed boost, of course. Yeah, I loved playing him. And then, Jared, which one was your favorite? Uh, the Chow Garden. No. Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's an answer. No, no. I, I enjoyed uh I enjoyed playing uh, Sonic and very closely um, followed by the mechs. I actually enjoyed the mech stages a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Here's the thing. To tell you the truth, well, I probably like it in this order. Speed, mech shooter, exploration. But I didn't even hate the exploration. Uh, Like, I've always liked Knuckles as a character. He was kind of the edgy one, I guess, before Shadow showed up. And he was always a little bit of fun. But none of of those styles just grated on me. While I know and I read and heard that for some people, one of the two, exploration or mech shooter, did, did turn a lot of people off. Yeah, I couldn't handle the exploration. Well, at worst, it's it's a 3D platformer stage, and I, sure. I liked those two, but I love Knuckles, and I just thought there's more potential there that they could have done with Knuckles as a character instead of just the flying around stuff. Yeah. But, you know, they I guess they had to do something with him, and they had already done the mechs with, uh, with Tails and Eggman, so. Like, it, it, it works for the story. It really does work for the story, and it's exactly what yeah. Knuckles needs to do. Uh, and it gets a bad rap, but I, I think that in, entirely, I think that the game works very well as a whole. Um, yeah. because like it, it gives you a break from all of the crazy like antics of you know the crazy speed and then all the shoot 'em up action. 
So it, it's a yeah, nice it, that Halloween stage is sick, dude. Pumpkin uh, like, Hill. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pumpkin Hill was so fun. Yeah. And the music's lit. The yeah. music is absolutely lit. which let's allow that to lead us into talking about how this game is aged. Aged. All right. So 2001 is a little while. And Jared already mentioned coming back to it even was hard for him to some degree. Let's dive in for you guys what worked for you and what didn't. Because the thing that stuck out for me as probably the thing that aged the worst, and we had this same issue with Sonic Heroes, was the uh, voiceover work. What? It absolutely <laughs> no. drove me bonkers. No. I'm it's not, not near as bad. No, it's I'm not, not as bad. It was it it was like offensively bad in Sonic Heroes in my mind, but it still was not real good. The funny thing <sighs> I don't know. I think the funny thing about the voice acting in this game. Now the reason why it's so bad is because of the fact that the uh, the English voice actors had to dub over um, Japanese mouth flaps in the game, and that is why they overlap over each other. It was a uh, it, they did not even try. Well, well, no, no, no. It wasn't that they didn't try. It was that they 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 had to because the game was made in Japanese, right? So mm-hmm. the more right. the, the the mouth flaps in the game um, were for the Japanese uh, lines, so. I give them credit where credit is due. The reason why Sonic over like overdoes Shadow in that one line is because of the fact that <laughs> it goes so quickly because that line is so fast in Japanese. So he has to. They had to do it that way. And I'll, I'll give them credit where credit is due. But at the same time, I know what I know exactly what you're talking about in uh, in Sonic Heroes as well. Because like some of the lines in that game are just like. Oh, you know, like. it was almost more the writing. Yeah, it's so it's so cheesy, right? Like, Absolutely. it's not like amazing that's Sonic, writing. Right? It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Like they were. This is their second 3D game. They're having to give voices. Well, I guess Sonic already had a voice, right? <laughs> well, I don't know. They're exploring this whole like story side of the Sonic universe. And I give I'm, I'm patient enough with them. But listening to it now, uh, I, I'm going to go with Jared. I assume it was just because they had to work with. No, that is that is for sure what it was. Yeah. I, and but here's the thing: I thought while the the dubbing and the layering of that was not the best, I thought the voices all worked and were they fit emoted well, cute yeah. for whatever. The thing that that was grating with Heroes is that it was kind of like the same voice lines over and over again. And Tails, oh my gosh, it, they actually had like an eight year old kid do it <laughs> in Heroes, and it was yeah, just. The- painful but here i thought it all worked i thought it all all, because there's a lot of cutscenes, by the way which i thought Mm. were so much fun there's more story packed into this game than any other sonic game i played before Mm -hmm. and while some people might think the story is ludicrous and it is i mean it's like yeah it's all over the map it's it's well space it's all over the space they uh it it worked i thought it was fun and the cutscenes were great and epic and really set up the stage as well yes there's there's half a death star (laughs) <laughs> what yeah, look yeah, man Eggman just wanted to pee on the moon okay like that's just that's the whole story <laughs> he wanted to be on the moon and uh needed shadow this ultimate self-proclaimed ultimate life form to be able to do it and uh I don't know Dude, I, th- I thought the story was fun and it worked so so I can't talk about this game without talking about the fan dubs that came out about two years ago of oh this no game. Um, yeah, ha- someone shared that have, in the in discord this week have y'all watched that by any chance I, I just no. did. The guys for sure haven't, no. but we can't quote it here because oh, uh, we that absolutely, would turn this podcast we into We absolutely an cannot. I, dude, I love it so much, man. I, I, like, I watched it for the first time about a week and a half ago, and I was just dying. Wait, what is it? it so, okay, so it's fans that have, uh, I guess, play, played the game, and then as the cutscenes were going, were live dubbing it, right? Like, just live yeah. act, acting it out. Uh, and so, funny thing is, we get uh, listener commentary, we'll, we'll read a few in just a bit. One of the ones I won't read is from someone uh, that submitted some commentary. I'm trying to see who it was. It was... Um, one of our listeners, Cecil, he submitted commentary, and I was so confused by it until I got the connection to that <laughs> fan dub. Yeah. He literally wrote one of the scenes out, uh, and I've come to make an announcement. Just, <laughs> Shout yes, out to the Hedgehog as well. 
Yeah, it's the okay, one that I'll includes super watch. laser piss. So you'll have to check it out at a different time. All right, all right, I'm down. My super laser. Oh my god, dude. Okay, so <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. So, oh man, I've watched this way too many times. Like, uh, okay, so the the channel is called Snap Cube on YouTube, and. Y'all need to go, everybody listening to this needs to go check out Sonic Adventure 2 Dark Story Final Story Real-Time Fan Dub from Snapcube. Trust <laughs> okay. me. It is so good, man. Like, it, oh God, there's so many good moments in it. So much fun. Talking about the audio of this yes. game, I think the main thing, and and like, Jared, you've uh, you've talked about it all throughout from the first moment uh-huh. until right now. We've got to talk about the music. I, on I'm the a drummer. What do you expect? Hey, no, I, I expected <laughs> you to do that and more. Well, so. Here's the thing. I out of the three of us, I love s- soundtracks the most. Like music yes. is music can turn a bad game into a good one to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like I absolutely understand your obsession with with soundtrack. And obviously you're a musician. This game soundtrack is next level. It's so quality and it fits this new 3D world of of the franchise cuz like the the 2D games have amazing music too. But the whole like guitar thing like it just fits. I love the heavy rock like style of 3D Sonics the, and it just qu- stands out. It's so listenable like even outside of the game. The quality of the music is really fun, but I did find myself rolling my eyes really hard at the exploration levels. No, where, watch your mouth. Yes, where lyrically, he's a rapper. He's no, a rapper. It doesn't matter. Lyrically, they're just like talking about the things that are going on while you're playing. <laughs> oh man, I love climbing up walls. Oh ghost. Oh it's no, true. man, I'm it's flying true. around the and exploring. The power gyms. allows me it's, to feel. Oh, it's, yeah, it, oh, it's it made me groan so hard. It's Sonic. You, it's cute. It's fun. You take my emerald, <laughs> dude. All right, Jared. Oh man, Jared, what's up, Jared? Do you have a favorite track out of all? I know that's hu- that's huge, oh, right? And God. favorite, that's big. But do you have a favorite? Oh, track? Oh, you know what it is. I know what it is. What is you. it? I know what Nolan's is. I think Nolan's is on. Is Nolan? Or is yours the Pumpkin Island one? Of course, no. Oh, of course, so. Ugh. Oh my god. So okay, so my favorite track in the entire game is a three-way tie between <laughs> I can't help it, man. I'm just okay. So it's a three-way tie between uh Escape from the City, Live yeah. and Learn, and then oh god. Uh um, oh, Live and Learn such a classic. Keys the Ruin. The um it is it is the uh I can't remember whose stage it is, but it's it's like a an Egyptian ruin and it's like the freaking June Sonoe kills it on guitar in that. Oh my god. That is like that is my favorite. You would have done the whole thing. Oh, I I had the whole thing in my head if you want. I don't know if that's mine. I because I don't know the name of my song, but the Pyramid Cave song for Sonic was so good. I but I'm with you guys. That's keys the ruin, yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my favorite. But yes, every song on every stage is so iconic, unique, custom to that stage. Yep. And yes, some of them are cheesy, Kenny, where it is rap. Very. But that's Knuckles. He's, he's rapping. Unlike some Sonic, he doesn't no, chuckle. It's, it, it's, <laughs> it's too much for me. I will say all of the music fits a Sonic game and the tone they were going for and like matches the level like it musically it's well done but the whole just like explanation talk rap thing just was it was more than I could handle my, my buddy Holmick is gonna have to have a word with you Kenny because he he <laughs> knows he knows every single word to all of the rap songs oh. and uh I I believe we actually have a a cover where he was singing to uh to pumpkin hill while i was playing along to it on the drums oh you better link that you better link i'll have to to find it really quick yeah i'll do that but yeah all right so jared you had said switching from music that graphics were something that you struggled to see when you came back to it and here's the thing i know like 
our young brains made Nintendo 64 polygons look good. So I think a lot of that is a jaded experience of us just when we first experienced saying this is out of this world so realistic and then we come back to GoldenEye and we're like what are what's this face mapping you know it's the worst <laughs> thing ever so because here's the thing I didn't play this back in 2001 or 2006 or anything and coming to it today the GameCube version the enhanced graphics already from the Dreamcast I thought it looked spectacular yes it does oh comparatively to the Dreamcast versions like oh my god yeah absolutely it, it, it uh and and that right there is a comparison from uh, it's it's what I would call a short time sure. comparison where between one and two, the graphics are updated immensely, but between two and at that point in time, when I played it again, I had played Sonic 06 with uh, the way now, of course those graphics haven't aged well as all at, at all, but the opening cut scene for that game is gorgeous, right? Mm. Because it's literally final fantasy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, it it's like, that type of transition time between the two, like there, it was like, oh my God, what am I looking at comparatively? Also, where do you want me to uh, post this? I can post it in. Uh, <laughs> oh, you got it. Um, yeah. Discord, just drop it anywhere. Okay. Um, I have a soft spot for GameCube graphics. So like, I'm a little biased here. I, I still think it looks good. Like, especially, and this is not the game we played, but DX, Director's Cut, yeah. those graphics are even better. Like they just kept improving. But even here, like, the backdrops, like for, um, uh, what was it? Like, uh, it was Tails. Oh, yeah. It was Tails level, the cityscape one, where yeah. you're like, yeah, oh my gosh, the colors and the backdrop just so detailed. I, it, it reminded me of 2D Sonic, the way they did the backdrop, because it wasn't like you're inside the city, you're looking at a, a static image of a city. So it felt like classic in that sense. But then like the stages are also like moving a lot. There's a lot of explosions going on and like the stages is, is moving. And I just thought they did such a great job with like the animations and everything. Oh, yeah. I, I like the aesthetic of the visuals. I did have some beef with camera work. I know that's For hard sure. and games at this time like hadn't mastered it yet. But a manipulation and like having to move sometimes into like areas that were hard to see and also the initial just sort of placement of the camera behind sonic on all the go fast levels i get that like putting it down and behind him helps with that whole feeling of like we're moving and going oh, downhill yeah. and going super quick but, but i definitely felt like i was just like like in his butt and i <laughs> wanted to be able to like raise the camera up and see what was coming and it, it that that frustrated me a little bit Kenny, I, I love when you start lists because just then you're like, so A, it's this, but you never had a B. So like I... Sometimes you have a two after yeah, A. Yeah. B is, I mean... It's, it's uh -huh. subjective, okay? Like <laughs> All of that being said, you can still get your copy of Sonic Adventure 2 Battle for relatively inexpensive. Uh, $40 if you want the, the disc or... If you do want it brand new, a little bit more, it's going to be $100, but, but, but it might be worth it. Final thoughts. All right, here at the end of the episode, we want to allow each of us to give our final kind of summary thoughts on the game, concluding with our guests' final words. So, uh, Nolan, you're the Sonic boy. Mm. So, I mean, other than Jared himself. Mm -hmm. So, what what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah. I think that this game is still very, very playable. You can have a lot of fun playing it. So that's important. I don't care. Like, yes, there's, there's legacy there. Yeah. There's uh, respect to be had and you know, the history of the game, that's one thing, but if it's not fun to play, then it's not fun to play. And so I can't truly recommend it. But in this case, it's absolutely still enjoyable. It's extremely quality. It's very Sonic. It's got a lot. It highlights a lot of the characters too. We talked about that a little bit, but I love the variety in this game. It's just extremely playable. I would absolutely recommend it to anyone, Sonic fan or not. Uh, Big of the uh, Kenny. Ooh. You guys know 3D Sonic games aren't my favorite. Uh, and that kind of held up for me this week. Had a lot of fun going fast on the Sonic levels, but felt like the variety of different things the game tried to do just had a harder time like hooking me to personally really caring. Uh, certainly not a bad game. Um, 
and something that I think a lot of people will enjoy. But overall, if I was going to just sort of like react to it, I would just steal a quote from Tales and say that this game, it's okay. <laughs> Tales said that about this game. Uh, he, he, I mean, <laughs> he says okay all the time. I don't know if y'all, you probably don't know, but this is this is one of my favorite things about this game, is that although there was no Big the Cat in the game, I think you were able to yeah. eventually play in multiplayer. I believe, I'd have to go back and check, but I heard that they secretly hid him mm-hmm. on each and every stage. Uh, that did they is on hilarious. every stage? I think so. I'm pretty Dude. sure. I'm pretty sure That's that that is the so case. Good. Which is the biggest troll <laughs> and is my favorite thing. The big is uh, troll? Yeah, oh, the uh, biggest uh, cat uh, troll. Uh, so here's here's the thing. I have said historically on this podcast that I'm not a Sonic boy because I can't go fast. I need to go slow. And that's not what Sonic is made up for. However, I think in this 3D adventure too, he, you get a perfect blend where you are going fast, but you feel like you can have some kind of control. And uh, it does vary the, the play style so that you're not always just going incredibly fast because you do get to play with the mechs and you do get to explore. The, the soundtrack is be- top tier sonic and top tier video game it is absolutely unique ridiculous listenable even when you're not playing the game um i i loved the uh, story elements and the cutscenes. Uh, although the dubbing over each other was absolutely ridiculous all of that being said surprisingly enough i promise you though this is easily my favorite sonic game to date uh at least yeah. of the ones that i played figured and i thought that they just absolutely nailed it for me who you know, isn't historically an Uber Sonic fan. This kind of checks m- the majority of the boxes there, and so I, th- I think it's definitely, definitely a game worth playing. Be, be honest, it's because you have nostalgia for that era of buying soaps and trying to just grind on everything, right? <laughs> uh, wow, you just brought up soap shoes. Is what you just did? <laughs> yeah, they're referenced <laughs> in the game. They're- like it's totally like bought branding. Yeah, no, they uh, they absolutely. Why do you think he grinds on everything? It's they advertise Sonic. soap shoes. Look, look yeah. through the game. Like, look through the game and look at the backgrounds. You will see ads for soap. <gasps> oh my god! They had a, uh, change that's your mind. So 2001. <laughs> yeah, they it's had ridiculous. What was it? Um, they had a uh, like a contract with them, and that's why Sonic oh shoes are changed. Gosh. They're different. Insane. Yeah, that's Insane. genius. Honestly, absolutely insane. <laughs> All right, uh, Jared. Then that's you. Final kind of just summary thoughts on this game and whether or not people should play it. I freaking love this game, man. From <laughs> From like the gameplay, the characters, the story is ridiculous. Uh, and my God, the music, man. The music is some of the best in Sonic's history. And I am, I cannot recommend this game enough. Now, once again, uh, it has aged a bit. And whenever it comes down to that, if you're into like older games, dude, then freaking go for it. If you're, if you're only into like the newer stuff, I would say give it a try or watch a speed run of it. Trust me, mm-hmm. the speed runs of this game are freaking hilarious because yeah. as, as, as fun as the game is, it is a little bit broken at times and it's so much fun to watch people take advantage of that. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely recommend either giving it a try or watching somebody else play it because my goodness me, uh, the music and the characters and everything, I mean, it's Sonic, you know, it, yeah. this is like the quintessential Sonic experience for 3D games, in my opinion. Um, 2D would be Sonic Mania, but this one right here, like this right here is one of my favorite games of all time for good reason. Those are our thoughts on Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, but what did you think? We had many people write in, can't possibly read all of the responses, but we will read a few of them here. Garlisle said, now this is a 3D Sonic that understands what makes the series great momentum Mm -hmm. it's key to all three play styles in the classic stages you'll chain together moves fluidly and stages carefully designed to keep you moving in treasure hunting stages you're given speedy free movement in low risk environments to just focus on searching and traversing even in the mech stages you can maintain momentum while aiming and have surprising freedom to take risks with hovering it's all backed with clear visuals and a bopping soundtrack yes it's jank and the cutscenes are so bad they're good but this remains one of my most one of the most raw fun sonic titles to me and undoubtedly the best of sonic's awkward early 3d years absolutely i agree with every single thing in that like mm-hmm. i love i love that premise of momentum yes. you know, yeah which is different than speed and i think that that's why i liked this game because it wasn't just speed 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 it was momentum yeah. I, I liked that. you can keep moving man that's the whole point 
And, yeah, yeah. and every character allows you to keep moving. It's not got to go fast. It's just got to keep moving. Francesca wrote in and said, I've said this before, but I'm not an expert when it comes to Sonic games, but I still loved and enjoyed this game. The camera controls were a little wonky from time to time, but I eventually got used to it. The graphics were good. Definitely had upgrades from the Dreamcast version. The text was a little cheesy and corny, but nothing too horrible. I will say that I received help from Drew, my boyfriend, as we played some of it together. I absolutely love the soundtrack. It's incredible. The song for Metal Heart harbor is my jam yes <laughs> I, I i didn't spend as much time with the chows as i wanted i know some people don't care much for them but they are so stinking cute i plan on going back raising them yeah. and playing their side yes. games I, <laughs> dude listen to me the chow garden is one of the other game best parts of this game i'm not joking or i'm not being ironic i absolutely love it mm-hmm. it's so fun did you uh by any chance nolan did you ever connect it to sonic uh sonic advance yes too? okay good. yes the did- game boy the dude the game boy one was actually so quality too like yeah. on the go you could raise it like tamagotchi style and then put it in your game did you get the glitch where the only thing that would raise is his stamina <laughs> no because but that's oh, no. great because like whenever i would play it like okay so my my chow had like regular stats for everything but my stamina was like at level 90 it was freaking insane like <laughs> i could crazy. just i could just mash stamina and he would just go the entire race uh but yeah like for some reason i got a major glitch with the uh the the link between the games it was super fun for me Guy in the corner said, this was one of my first games on the system along with Animal Crossing. And I can't be prouder of younger me for picking out some of my favorites on that little black box. Uh, To get it out of the way, I will not be the first or last to say the soundtrack is off the walls amazing for this game. Every track feels tailored for the stage and it's so listenable even outside the game. The gameplay is a mixed bag to most. Sure, not every level is Sonic, but I can appreciate them trying to expand the formula in these experimental days. Personally, I really enjoy the Sonic Shadow and the Tells Eggman stages the knuckles rouge ones are left to those with better scavenger hunter skills than i the cutscenes are horrible and i love them the story <laughs> is splashed in and makes no sense the military is trying to kill sonic eggman blows up the moon maria and finally <laughs> the chow garden brings the game up from an 8 out of 10 to an 18 out of 10 this game gets new game plus <laughs> those cutscenes. listen the worst part to me the humans What's so what? the, the other it characters worked. look great, but why do they make uh, humans look like that? The president, did you yeah, see the, the president? president his <laughs> kneecap is so small and his ankle is huge. <laughs> <laughs> I did not notice his ankle. You need to go look the and thing you'll see. Nolan fixates on is the president's <laughs> legs, right? Dude, okay, uh, if I could make a, uh, a thing about that, please. Sonic is so weird in a human world, and I think he is. I think that it would do so much better. It'd be a, a, such a cool experience for a game to be in a non-human universe. Like, go back to Mobius, you know? Like, actually, like, because Dr. Doctor Robotnik from the old cartoons, the, uh, the uh, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, was some of my favorite thing. And he's the only human, albeit human, uh, like, weird human uh, on the planet, right? So like, that's the, that's the thing. I wish that they would do more with like a Mobius storyline, uh, like in the comics and stuff, because there's no humans there. And it's so weird having this random hedgehog next to a, a fully sized human, you know, it's like very strange. Weird. weird. E- either that Mobius or just all in child garden could be, <laughs> yeah. uh, Finally, I wanted to include one other thought. This is from Bro Jim, uh, and he he didn't have the same experience as, as some of us this week. He said, I put in some work this week. Since I'd only played Adventure 1, I bought Adventure 2 and gave time to both hero and villain. After finding my time with it somewhat disappointing, I broke out my copy of Adventure 1 DX. And then, just to make sure I was doing my due diligence, I beat Sonic 3. I <laughs> wanted to figure out... If I say I love Sonic, why am I not having fun with Adventure 2? I can finally Hmm. put my finger on my eternal disappointment with Sonic since it went 3D. In the end, I believe the essence of what Sonic established in its roots has been eternally lost. The flash and bang of 3D is nice, but it doesn't strike a balance in stage and character design. Every Sonic Shadow tells Eggman stage boils down to one main correct path. Level design scrapped for repetitive another one of these missions— Characters shoehorned into roles meant to satisfy gameplay design, a storyline so inexplicable and disjointed it might as well be absent, and voice acting so terrible that I actually think subtitles would be the way to go. Sonic Adventure 2 is a disappointment for me as a Sonic fan. Wow. Hot take. He came in hard. But well said. Now, um, I will will agree with that. Sonic has never been really good in 3D. Like, Like, 
on a gameplay standpoint, Sonic is not really made for 3D. That's mm. why Sonic Mania stands out so hard as one of the best rated Sonic games of all time is because they went back to what Sonic's all about. And that is like, and I love, I love the, uh, the level design thing where it's like, Oh, you go here, there you go. And I think it's actually, uh, completely changing over to another game. That's why I wasn't a really big fan of galaxy, the galaxy games because of the fact that it was like, okay, go here and do this. Okay. Go here and do that. Okay. Go here and do that. It wasn't a fully like fledged out, uh, like uh, what it, it was like a mixture like Barry Kramer actually did a really good video on this um how how Sonic I believe it's Sonic Galaxy is real Sonic Galaxy Mario Galaxy is really weird whenever it comes down to trying to put two games t- game types together the good hmm. thing about Sonic Adventure 2 is that it kind of knows what it's doing and it wants to do this one thing but it yeah. goes really hard on it and it makes it kind of weird you know what I'm saying? Sure. If that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, it does. And, and I think that works for Sonic, you know, but some people will think that works and some people will, will not like bro Jim and maybe others, but absolutely either way. Thank you for sending in your thoughts and your commentary on the retro game of the week. We always encourage that and would love to read it as a part of our show. You can send it to NGP podcast at gmail.com or just drop it in our commentary channel on discord. We'd love to include that maybe even next week on next week's episode as we play a new game. So for now we're putting aside Sonic adventure to battle and we're randomly selecting from our retro master list with over a thousand uh, listener submitted games. And we're randomizing from there to find out what game we're going to be playing for the next seven days oh boy we're going to the super nintendo i like it is a 1996 game developed and published nolan by capcom okay Ooh. this is great this yeah, is awesome. sounds good, so right? far it is a beat-em-up platformer Ooh. and it is based on events in the Marvel Comics oh, series. Okay. We like are going to be back here. <laughs> we're going to be playing a game entitled Marvel Superheroes in War of Gems. In War of the Gems. Hey, wow. that's a long we title. stayed thematic with the whole gym thing. It rolls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is I think the prequel to Sonic Adventure 2, something yeah. like that. Oh my <laughs> okay. god. Uh I never heard of it. I do know Marvel and uh, it's set in oh. the Infinity Gauntlet Infinity War time thing, which is interesting but this is way before the movies so uh, all right Uh, find a copy of marvel superheroes in war of the gems and play it along with us this week join us in discord we have a thriving community and we like to hang out with them and we want to hang out with you if you haven't joined it yet so if you go to ngppodcast.com you can click join us in discord and meet us there also i would just like to drop another reminder that we have t-shirts we have merch Mm. new game plus t-shirts and they're awesome and we even have a new design coming soon. Uh, uh, Jared, uh, you, you don't have one of our shirts yet, and I think you deserve one or two of them. So if after this you give me a shipping address, I'll send you Hey. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate well, it. Well, merchy merch. We also want to say a big thank you to all of you who support us on Patreon.com. Our patrons make us smile. And that's saying something in 2020. Um, especially we want to give a shout out to our newest patrons joseph and william who joined us this week for the first time thank you so much uh we also want to give a what's what's bigger than big a massive uh a hugely big there we go thick yeah uh i know grammar yeah there (laughs) uh shout out or uh, thank you, I pick your term, to Garlisle, who has been one of our faithful producers of the show for a long time and has bumped his support to the director level You're uh, insane. again this week. So, You're an insane um, person. Thank you. Thank you so much. Like we, we absolutely can't express how much we appreciate your support. Uh, some other people that are producer level supporters of the show are Amarlian, Austin, Ben, Brojim, David, Dear Baby, Francesca, Garlisle, who we already mentioned, Corey, who is our other director level supporter, Maxima, Mr. Lattes. You guys thought I forgot the second Ben, but I didn't. Shauna <laughs> and Zion. Thank you all for your gratuitous support. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Sure. Uh, Jared, where can our listeners find you online? 
everything is the 8-Bit Drummer. So at the 8-Bit Drummer um, slash 8-Bit Drummer. Just if you if you look me up, you'll find me. That's, that's the 8BitDrummer.gov. Yeah. <laughs> he's everywhere, guys. <laughs> we will we will include uh, some links to the 8-Bit Drummer in our show notes of this episode and on all of our social media. Jared, you've been an incredible guest. Thank you for yes. joining us this week. Thank you so much. And it's we're looking forward to 15 years from now when we get to play that other game together. <laughs> yes, let's do it. We got to play Origami <laughs> you can you can uh, find us on social media facebook twitter twitch and youtube all of those links are in our show notes listen directly on any podcast provider of your choice make sure you subscribe so that you are the first to get new ngp episodes and while you're at it leave a kind rating and review this episode was edited and produced by our good friend tom tate join us next week as we play marvel superheroes in war of the gems good luck until then i'm still dustin the echidna i'm kenny and i'm not playing this game I'm Nolan. And that is Jared, a.k.a. the 8-Bit Drummer. Uh, You're probably a hedgehog, I would assume. Uh, I would be a rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah, absolutely. Rabbit. Uh, And and guys, you know who Kenny is. We don't have to say it, but you know who Kenny is. And this (laughs) has been New Game Plus.